good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. So, folks, Valentine's Day, hanging out on a Friday. Folks, what we're talking about today is uh, something I need help with. So... I meet this dude, and we're actually in the same office now. But we've seen each other around since I got to San Diego. Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is this guy? Anyways, <laughs> like I didn't know how big of a freaking badass this guy was. Like I saw all of his ads, and I would see him on social media, and I, his presence was like on point. But when I saw what he was doing with Instagram, and when everyone started telling me what he was doing on Instagram, I'm like, holy crap, we got to get this guy on the show because um, I need you to teach me how to do Instagram too while you're at it. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and welcome our guest, Mr. Dean Aguilar, to the show. Dean, what's up, dude? What's up? Hey, that's a great introduction, man. It sounds like you've done that before. A couple times. A couple times. (laughs) Dean, go ahead and uh, (laughs) let's do a quick uh, brief rundown. Just go ahead and um, tell everyone who you are and let's get into this. Yeah, so I have a real estate team here in San Diego. Been in real estate for since 2001. So, man, 19 years. A couple years ago, uh, Sharon and I kind of ventured out and started researching a lot on Instagram and, you know, trying to grow our personal brand, both with video and using different social media platforms. And through a lot of testing and relationship building, uh, we've ended up growing this pretty darn big in the last six months or so. So now we're here working with some top names and building their personal brand. And it's been tremendous, man. Yeah. I mean, and Dean works like, like literally you guys, he's like the expert in Instagram, the Wolf of Wall Street. He does his shit. Like yeah. he does like yeah. some of these big names, like who, who, so like, trust me, this is the guy. So if you guys have questions in real closers, go ahead and post them right now, but let's get into this Dean. So let's keep this specific to real estate. I know you do a bunch of different businesses and whatnot. And the process really is the same. It's just a different message, but tell yeah. me what most agents are doing wrong and what should okay. they be doing and walk us through sort of how this works because you guys are doing this organically. Is this, this isn't ads. Is this organically? Yeah, so it's not ads. Organic is a funny word, so I'll explain that here in a minute. I guess let's start with the biggest mistakes, right? Sure. And I'm sure because you've got a lot of agents on your Facebook and your Instagram and stuff like that, uh, you're going to appreciate this. And people who see me, they've heard this before from me. You can't have, as a personal brand, you cannot have your feed just littered with coming soons and just listeds and you know sold in five days, all that stuff. That's not your personal brand. I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that what they do for a living is their personal brand. And it's simply not the case. It's a byproduct of what your brand actually is, your voice and your messaging. And so, you know, for me, that's the biggest mistake that people make is that they just want to post social proof. And that's just like, you know, that's, it's trying to pick up someone at the bar and straight going straight at it. You know what I mean? They're they're being salespeople. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Right. Um, Let me uh, explain this to so people. Here's how, like, let's put it in other context. Your personal yeah. brand, in other words, is your personality. So, like, two years ago, before I got here, my brand was Chicago real estate dude. Now it's real estate marketing dude. Even though what I sell has 100% changed, my fucking dudeness is the exact same it was when I was in Chicago because my personal brand is a dude. So if I was yep. going to be an insurance, that's I'd be the insurance dude. So yep. he's talking about just being you. 
on Instagram, like, and then adapting that story to what you do. Absolutely. And any platform, that's, that's the way to approach people. I mean, look, they have to engage with you. They have to like you before they'll even listen to a pitch at all. You know, what's funny. So we have a number of big teams and solo agents and other people and other industries. And what's funny is what always produces well on Instagram is absolutely nothing to do with what they do for a living. The ones that produce well are videos that are, are kind of from the heart an experience that they had, even something with their family. Those are the ones that always produce much, much better as far as results and engagement. And it always will. Walk us through a couple examples of like, uh, so like, and I I agree with you. Like, I hate when an agent posts like just sold, just listed because you're really just bragging about how much money you made that someone else didn't. And it's cheesy because especially when your client is on the receiving end of your account, they're like, dude, I was just closed. Like, I'm like, what a dick. Like, it feels rude, (laughs) doesn't it? Like no one wants to be closed, but what if you just started telling the story about who you just served? Like, talk to me about how your client's son just got their own bedroom, right? 100%. So look, we're, God, that's so awesome that you said that. We're on the exact same page. And I'm sure you deliver that message to your clients as well. Mm-hmm. That, that's it's truly it. So like for anybody that's on the call that does like open house videos and all this stuff, I'm like, man, take such a different approach because when you obtain that listing or whatever it is, right? There's a story behind the person that's actually owned that property. Maybe start with yes. something like that, you know, like yep. an explanation. Because number one, people can always connect to a story in real life, right? Yep. Versus I'm here at an open house, check out this beautiful kitchen. That shit doesn't work. No Correct. one cares Correct. about that. That's, that's garbage, right? The story is what sells it. It humanizes the entire process. It's um, all storytelling. With our clients on video, it's like, that's all it is. Like I'm able to script videos across the country because I know how to template stories and yep. once you know how to tell a story, the infrastructure doesn't really change. It's got a middle, a beginning, and an end, and it's got an attention getter. So let's and, walk through uh, what we're talking about is transactional marketing. And that's what I think a lot of people, I, I love it. How many different circumstances or situations do you guys come across on a daily basis that would make good stories? Like we live in a very visual business. There's a whole fucking TV station dedicated to our profession. So like, why are you guys like, there's no like shortage of content to create, but I think a lot of us, came up with the guru syndrome, right? Cold call. Bye-bye. You're only two more no's away from your next yes. Like that, that's all gone. Do you agree? Like that stuff's gone. Bye. Get, get the hell out of here with that crap. But how do you storytell? Because agents do it. Let's walk through some examples. I think people like it. Let's tell stories while we're um, talking about storytelling. And just, by the way, we're going to make some shit up. All right. So like, think about all the things that you guys go through in a transaction. And I think what everybody's scared of is sometimes they're scared of the bad shit that actually happens in a transaction. They shy away from it because all they want to say is the good stuff and look at yeah. me and I did this and oh, I beat nine other people in a listing and you know to get this offer. No one cares, right? And so imagine going to a home inspection and your goal for the video, right, was instead of doing an actual video on five tips to look out for in a home inspection, right? You're actually in the freaking inspection and you're with the inspector and there's a fucking crack slap. Yes. And so now you're like looking at that shit and you're showing the audience and you're going, my God, look at this stuff. Right. And they're like, you're trying to go into a story about, you know, what you're experiencing at that moment and then leading into right. The information that you want to give, but like there's so many things that happens, even getting burned on an offer or communication to another agent all of that stuff is situational stuff that comes up that someone can actually relate to. Because if you think about it, 
we don't put ourselves in the mind of the consumer. We just want to get our message out. We're not putting ourselves in their shoes where if they're viewing us as like TV, like what would they want to see and hear from you? They would want to know how you handle situations, a little bit about your life, all of that stuff, but it doesn't come out. It never comes out. I hardly ever see it. Yep. This is what uh, I like to, here's another way I like to explain this because I, I, we get it too and I'm, you know, with, we're like, you got to tell stories, you got to tell stories. So let's do the difference between show and tell and tell, okay? And there's a major difference. Every, like realtors and most people that are in sales want to tell because we're always, we're trained that way. Like I want to tell, tell, tell. So telling is standing in front of a whiteboard doing a market report, telling me about today's interest rates that no one gives a shit about. Right. Show and tell is walking through the house and let me see what that costs so I can experience it. That's show and tell. In other words, what we're talking about, guys, is demonstration 100%. You have to demonstrate what the hell you do. And there's so many touch points throughout the transaction to do it. Home inspection, at the closing, client testimonial, case study afterwards. Think about all the four worst things that happened during this closing. Why this real estate transaction was the worst one you've ever done in your life. Let me, let me give you a, a, yeah, this is exactly dead on, man. And look, what's interesting is you brought up interest rates. Everybody knows they're killer right now, right? I mean, shit, like a year ago, they were probably a point, point and a half more, um, which is an incredible amount of purchase power for, for everyone. Everyone knows that right now. So imagine instead of educating the consumer with like a whiteboard, just like you said, imagine going to two separate houses, okay? Yes, the first house is what you would have purchased a year and a half ago. And then the astronomical difference of $50,000 purchase power on the next house, two completely different homes, everyone's gonna love the other one. That is a much more visual storytelling than sitting behind a whiteboard. You made two previews, you made that video, and I promise you, everyone will love that. Yep, no, you're right. Let's you know, talk about like uh, posting. How often do people need to post? That's a very interesting question. So obviously at least one time a day, but I can tell you this, whatever your posting schedule is going to be, you have to make sure that that is a posting schedule that you can maintain for the rest of your life. Ah. Um, especially, especially does that feed on the algorithm? It does. So because here's the thing, everybody goes, okay, well, we're going to do two times a day or three times a day and then it, it, life gets tough. And that three times a day goes to three times a week. You're going to get killed. Uh, you're going to lose followers. You're going mean, to you're going to lose engagement. All of that stuff, right? So I always tell everybody, if you can at least go one time a day, that's great. But it, choose some, even if it isn't one time a day, if it's like four times a week, that's fine. Just choose something that is going to be super consistent, and you know you're not going to waver from that. Nothing without consistency, guys, works. Period. It's like everyone wants to do videos, and I'm like. You don't crack your story or figure out what the hell you stand for. Your video career will last about 45 to 60 days because you'll run out of shit to say because you're focused on yourself instead of how you relate to others. And another thing to keep in mind, if you don't mind, Mike, uh, the, no, go ahead. Okay, let's talk about like the feed versus the stories. Yeah, that's cool. Please. Okay, totally. So for everyone that's watching this, your feed is kind of where uh, they get to know you a little bit, right? Um, and you should be giving your value. You should be telling a little bit about you, your family, whatever it is. Your feed should be mainly value-driven and relationship and connection-driven. If you're going to do any selling whatsoever, okay, and a lot of us have multiple things, a lot of us on the call are, have multiple things outside of real estate that we may be interested in. It could be even a charity that you want to promote and like donate and all that stuff. Your selling has to be in stories, not on your feed. 
And the reason for that is because I, as a consumer, have to literally click on Mike's face, okay, to go find out about his life. And that is the warmest leads that you will ever get on Instagram. That is legitimately an opt-in. People are opting in to view you versus an algorithm feeding through their feed, right? So when you're in the stories and you're pitching, it's the same thing that you probably always, you know, tell your clients, which is lead in with stories. So I always tell everybody, if you're going to pitch in your stories, lead in with a question or a pain point for the consumer. So have you ever been in a situation where you thought you couldn't buy a house because your credit was a little bit low and maybe you didn't make enough income and all that stuff? Let me tell you about my client, Mike. And now you're leading into a story, yes. right? So it's a pain point story. And then from there, it's what you did to overcome it. And from there, it's the pitch. So it's, I use a four-step process. A lot of people use different variations. Can you that. walk us through that again and guys write that down? So like, cause you just, he just gave you the template for how to script your stories, right? Every single time. And yeah. it's all, we give it to every single client. Where's my and, damn pen at? I want to write this shit down. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Tell me one more time. I'll memorize it. Pain point. A question that the consumer may have, okay? Start with that. Have you ever been or have you guys experienced this? Whatever. Let me tell you about something either you experienced, a client experienced, best friend, doesn't matter, right? And then what you did to help that solution or what that person did. And then the last part is the pitch, right? The last part is, look, I want to be able to produce that same result for you. No pressure, no hard sales do me a favor, swipe up for blah, blah, blah. Right. And then, so now you're sending him to a sales page funnel or whatever. Can you use the the same, can you just use that same video? How how long is it? 60 seconds, a minute, two, a minute and a half with with stories. It could be, yeah. Can I just, can't someone just use the same pitch? Cause it's going to disappear. Isn't it? It is four hours. Yep. So why can't I just use the same video? Like, cause I, I'm just thinking for people that are like thinking, would you do the video, a new video every time? Or can someone keep the same video in the story? I'm just thinking as an agent. Yeah, yeah. So depending on your call to action, because you're not going to be selling the same house, sure. uh, home valuation. You know what I mean? So like, you you want to flop it out. Since you're right, since it only lasts 24 hours, you can do one or two things. You can save the video and repost it. Like if so, if it's a uh, you know evergreen type content, I here's what I like to do, and this is what mm-hmm. I use for all the, all the clients is if you've got good shit that got massive engagement, save that post or that video and repurpose that within 60 days. Mm. Because okay? you know that works. And then you could always obviously save it to the highlights because it's yeah. a walking billboard. Your entire profile is a walking billboard. I mean, look, Instagram is big money, man. It is a huge opportunity. In my eyes, it's probably one of the best platforms to have an actual conversation in multiple ways. Yeah. Stories, polls, stickers, you know, comments, likes, all of that. Share, I've noticed save, that stuff. like the messengers I get from Instagram are like, in depth and like when people because people will message me i'm late to instagram graham i'll admit it like i'm by no means an instagram expert i know how to create content really well and video content but i didn't know like i've been learning instagram so i'm like this is like an interview for me i'm taking notes but you know i would get stuck on the story part and then the post part and i think a lot of people like what stories was next i never got into snapchat either and a lot of people pick that up right away so if you're saying one post a day how many stories is it hitting a day are you it's, considering all the same thing? Yeah. So two different things. So because it disappears in 24 hours, mm-hmm. personally, I would tell you, I, it's, again, this is, you have to invest a little time. I would do anywhere from five to seven stories a day. It could be, listen, it doesn't have to be your videos. It could be right. sharing your post, 
So you can share your feed, your feed post that you posted for the day directly to your stories and you're just tagging it as a new post, right? Yep. Tap through and it will tap directly through to, to go to your, your post, right? Yep. And then you can share viral stuff that you're interested in from other pages. And then obviously the videos and, and the stuff that you want, photos, whatever it is that you want, even probably that would be the section where you would want to do the coming soon and stuff like that. Because that's where, you know, you got a lot of hot eyes on your stuff. Right. Makes sense. You know? And for realtors, like why couldn't, it took me a while. I'm starting to do a lot of stories. I feel like I am at least. And I, I, it took me a while to sort of get into it. But honestly, I don't, yep. they're usually just like what I'm doing. So like I'll do a story of yeah. somebody while we're doing a video shoot of somebody. And then I'll like tag yeah, yeah. them because we're doing a live shoot. This is how it works. We sort of try yeah. to do like a day in the life type stuff of, but that's cool. You, for instance, Mike, you've got, I'm sure you've got products that you sell associated with the service, right? Upsells, yeah. downsells. I've never sold a pitch on stories though. And I'm going to try it. Holy shit. I've never pitched we on stories. I've not, yeah, I know. I might just hire you. I've never, I've never sold. I've never sold on stories, but like people say I see you on Instagram because I've never, honestly, dude, I've never had the, I never ran ads until about 90 days ago. I never had to. My whole brand's built organically. It's just built over it. three years of content, but I want to get there faster. So that's why we're running ads now. So talk yeah. to me about the ads on uh, Instagram. Is it, was it 90 seconds? I know a lot of people are asking me about that as well. And so they want some clarification we, on it. So stories is 15 seconds. Mm. Yeah. And honestly though, it is How about story ads. You know what? I don't mess with this, the ads as much be straight up with you. Probably the wrong person to talk to when it comes to Facebook or Instagram ads. <laughs> but it. like the story ads, we've used the story ads before cause they're super effective cause they're, they're super cheap, way cheaper than, you know, your feed ads. But yeah, I know they, they're very quick. So the punch has to be so hard in the face yeah. to get that attention. You know, yeah, that and there's a, there's, a swipe, there's a swipe up ads. I can tell you as far as like, you know, content and stuff like that for your Instagram. And this is something that you, you are really going to appreciate IGTV. Let's talk about yes. that. I was just um, going to go there. Yeah. So it looks uh, like YouTube, is, huh? It really looks like they're trying to mimic YouTube with playlists and all that. Oh, you're going to love this dude. Okay. So for everyone on the call, IGTV is the best performing content that you can put out on Instagram. It will show your stuff four times more than anything else in a still image that you will produce. Video is king. You know that, right? Yep. And so the reason for that, this is a couple of things. Instagram, probably in third or fourth quarter, and this is coming directly from Sharon and I's source from Instagram, right? That they haven't really released yet, but... What's happening with IGTV is they're going to go head to head with YouTube. Yeah, so they're I, going to try to do. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You can feel it, right? So you could see the playlist, and they're, I could see they're trying to turn it into a searchable video platform. They 100% are. So they've done three things for this, or at least they're working on three things that are beta that's going to come out. One is they are going to start paying video creators exactly yeah. like they pay YouTubers. Wow. Yeah, great big time. So. You know, agents may be like, you know, hey, I, I'm, I sell real estate. I get it. That's not the point. The point is whenever a platform is putting emphasis on something, you should be doing that shit because yes. they're going to show it to more people, right. period. If YouTube came out with a function in a month from now, I guarantee you that you would blow up your shit because the algorithm you, would You do because, well, for example, if when you go live on YouTube, you automatically get pushed to the top because they're trying to push that run route. I actually do these podcasts. 
I like doing these podcasts on live just for that reason. And yes, they do rank right away because they prioritize them. That's really interesting yeah. because um, I started noticing the playlist. So um, tell me if I'm doing it right or wrong, but I'm multi So I have like, I, on one channel, I have like 180, 200 videos, give or take. There's probably about 150 of them, 125 of them that I'll put up. And what I did really? is I started building the playlist. And what I'm, yes. I'm going back and I'm re-optimizing all my content like on YouTube. And I'm just going to put in there. But while I'm doing that, I'm also dropping it back off on Instagram. And Love I was it. trying to do a video a day in the yeah. morning, right? Like, yeah. like 9 a.m., like first thing in the morning. So I could get consistent. Shit gets in the way and it's hard to stay. Uh, I don't have anyone doing it for me yet. Maybe I didn't hire you yet. Uh, <laughs> but like, so on how many playlists, like, and what, talk to me about like the SEO, because another question is when you're uploading to IGTV and I didn't do yeah. it prior because it was such a pain in the ass before it really was like, cause like, you couldn't have the minutes and the videos and now you just upload. Yeah. It's easy. And I think a lot of people don't even know that yet. I've noticed a lot of yeah. people don't know you could just upload. It's just normal now. It's like, it doesn't matter the length of the video. It's going to go to IGTV. Yeah. So, you can, so you can do IGTV series. And so essentially it's exactly like YouTube's playlists, right? So it's designed yes. to load up the series. That was one of the three things that they're doing. So let's touch on that. So essentially uh, October of 2019, they released IGTV series. You can load it up in a, in a playlist. Obviously if someone clicks on the playlist, it's just going to continuously play the next video and the next video and the next video, ultimately giving you tons of engagement on your, whatever it is that your content is. You can also set notifications exactly like YouTube. So to be notified every time a new video pops in. And so some I'm of looking the, at my views, you're right. They're way higher on IGTV. Anybody that goes through any of their feeds, I promise you that, you know, let's say you get, three, you know, you get 20 likes on your photos, you're going to probably get 180 to 300 views on your videos, always. So you can, here's what I would suggest is when you're using IGTV and creating a series, is when you're pitching in your stories, have a still image or you on camera encouraging everyone to go to the IGTV section of your feed and hit the notifications on. Mm. Because then they will be alerted every time Mike puts up a, a new series. That like automatically probably already... Yeah. Like, they copied YouTube. It's ringing the bell and the subscribe. The same 100%. Thing. Here's the third works. thing that you're going to like. They're testing or they're going to be testing... Breaking up your IGTV experience with ads. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> they are same exact thing that they do on YouTube. They are going to do on IGTV. So again, for anybody that's listening, this is somewhere that you have to be on. I would yeah. create a lot of people struggle with, and actually, Mike, you, you always encourage people to do lifestyle videos and stuff like that. Dude, that is the perfect series for agents to have people, you know, follow and, and turn on notifications for. That if you're ever wondering what you should do on an IGTV series, do something like that. That that right will be now. Good. So what we're seeing on YouTube uh, right now is uh, moving to like just for example, I just got off a call with uh, somebody. He's in Las Vegas, and if any of you guys are in Las Vegas, this is like a two million dollar tip. So I did the keyword research for him. Moving to Las Vegas has 31,000 searches a month. And the competition score on that is six, which is non-existent. So wow. it's just fucking wide open. Wow. Um, and like all of these different search terms. Like, so Vegas has probably the best numbers I've seen on keyword research for YouTube that I've researched so far. And it makes a lot of sense. It's an exciting city. 
So how's yep. the search and like, how do people get found on that? Cause I, I know how to do it on YouTube. Like we get videos to rank. We're going to rank. We're going to build out a playlist. Yeah. Because it's, it's harder on your phone. I'm a desktop guy, dude. I, I like, are they going to come out with a desktop? Okay. Yeah. I'm a desktop yeah. person. Like I like this <laughs> computer here. Right. I don't like my fingers are too damn big. It's why I always have these misspelling. It's not because I can't spell. It's because I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with it. Well, I mean, look, so there's a couple ways. I think a lot of people don't realize that your bio itself is actually searchable. Yeah. So I like if I, Honestly, you know, on your Instagram, if it said Mike Cuevas separated by a little icon and it said real estate marketing next to it, or because a lot of people already have their name as a URL, like as a username, you can have that entire bar where your name actually goes, real estate marketing dude or whatever, right? Because when someone, or maybe if you're trying to get hyper-local, San Diego marketing dude, when someone is searching the accounts, okay? They uh, and they're looking at saying you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you so like who cares about you? Who cares about your name? It literally is YouTube. It's like how you, you title a sh- it's a show. Exactly. It, it's, it's very similar, right? And so it will pick up those keywords in your hashtags. Try not to do something so broad. I don't know, like I love real estate or something like that. Because I mean, you know what I mean? Because no one searches for that. So when you're creating hashtags, you have to create something that makes sense to someone who may be searching accounts. So, I mean, it could be anything of VA first-time home buyer, something like that, or, or VA homes for sale. You know, it, just something very specific to what someone would actually search for. Um, and and then, that could be in your feed. How about the title of the... Because when you upload to IGTV, I get this question all the time, and I don't know the exact right answer. However, the way that I'm doing is the title here, yeah. and I write you know, a little bit of copy right? With yep. the keyword again. And then in the hashtags below, I'm using seven to 10, I think. And okay. that's it. What am I doing? In your feed, you're not, you're not, uh, that's, that's exactly how you should be doing. Um, <laughs> in, in, <laughs> <laughs> here's what I would, rec- here's what I would recommend. Yeah. You're doing a good man. I, I think what I would recommend is this is you can use up to 30 hashtags on your, on should your you feed. use all, use okay, all. No, it's funny because everyone will tell you something different. I just personally, I've always had success between 22 and 25. I know that sounds weird, but I've tested this for two straight years and that works for my feed. So I would highly recommend something probably over 15, 16, 17, but under like 26. So somewhere in that range. I know that's a weird number, but just play around with it. Maybe do, you know, try a week of 15, try a week of 18 and see what works. In your stories, you are not allowed to go past 10. It won't pick anything else up. So um, you can only do 10 hashtags in your stories. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. If you did with the, where the stickers are, it only allows you to do one at a time. However, you can type out the actual, you know, when you're writing it out on your stories, yep. you can type out all 10. And then all I would do is just use your two fingers and squeeze the hashtags down to almost nothing. Mm-hmm. So you can't even see it. And then you can bury it in the photo. So it. it still picks it up in the background of the algorithm. What about in so the description also, section? Hashtags in the description section or just on the stickers? Yeah, on, on the stickers. Got it. Yeah, see, I wasn't doing yeah. that part right. Yeah. I was good because you got to write them all out. That's why I'm just being lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would use what they have available, you know what I mean? And then yeah. look a lot. And, and again, everybody on here is probably real estate agents or, or in, the, in the field. So schedule a lot of posts on your stories that are polls and questions. Uh, it can be real estate related, but it doesn't have to be. Remember, yeah. 
It has to be something that's interesting to the consumer. I literally had the most engagement. Here's, here's the funny thing. And remember, the reason why we do off-topic stuff is because when the algorithm loves you, it will show your stuff to more people, period. So when the time is right for you to actually pitch something or promote something, you have the audience. That is the reason why you want to keep your engagement high because if Instagram deems your platform to be valuable to their platform, plain and simple, they're just going to show it to more people. And if you tag hashtags locally, they're going to show it to more people locally. Okay. Interesting. So I had the most engagement. This was two weeks ago. I literally put a story up in the morning. It was like five in the morning. And I just put how many people hit the snooze button today? That's it. Like literally, but I have, I have quite a significant power. I had 2,700 people <laughs> view that story. It was just, it was, it was probably the biggest story that I've had in like a year and a half. And I, I know that sounds crazy, but it helped my view so much because the rest of that week, I noticed that there was more views on just random shit that I was posting. It's not yeah. rocket science. Yeah, I didn't even, uh, I'm looking at my views, like 1,800, 1,700. I got a couple that's like 120, 150. And there's like 1,800, 1,900, 2,100, 3,800. Like yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like, but I never even watch it. Like, I'm just posting and dropping things off. Folks, here's what we're, you, at the end of the day, we're talking about, and I think this is it. Like, this summarizes this podcast. We're talking about not creating content that reminds people you're in real estate versus telling them you're in real estate. And there's a major difference between the two. Like, you're, it's such a visual business. Like, if you see a cool man cave, your picture and your post is, do you think this is the coolest man cave ever? I do. Like, something stupid, yeah. simple, right? Like, it's that. Yeah. Don't be scared with the post. Be yourself. Like, if you're in your pajamas, who cares? I can tell you that authenticity is what people remember. No one remembers what you do. They remember how you do it. Just like yeah. my brands is to do. People are like, oh, you're the dude. Why? Because I swear. No, it's just how I do it. Like, it's just how I yeah. talk. It's just me, but I'm not scared to broadcast it. Be you and scream it from the damn rooftops. Dean, you got any closing thoughts? No, that's it, man. I think you nailed it. Be authentic. The consumers don't care how many things you sold. They care about you. And whatever platform that it is that you use, remember that social media is and always will be because it's forever evolving the ultimate drip system. They yep. see your shit yes. every day. That's I would 100%. Put all of your, do you understand? I mean, like, well man, said. they see your stuff every day. They're already going to know you're in real estate because you're going to touch on it, but they got to like you and they got to know who you are. Yep. Folks, take farming, concept of farming, okay? But instead, we're farming our relationships with content. It's the same damn thing, except you're keeping your content inside of it. And whether you post once a day, every time you post, they remind you you're in real estate. Suddenly, when they think of real estate, they suddenly think of your name. And here's how the numbers work and why it's important. Because 10 to 15% of the people that see your posts on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, they're moving this year statistically. It's not theory. We're not working on theory. We're working off of numbers and math. But yep. at the same time, 100% of those people have the ability to refer you at least one client throughout the next 12 months. Everybody knows someone who's moving. You increase your chances of that happening when you're everywhere all the time. That's all this is. Don't overthink this shit. It's really that simple. Create content, put it in front of the people that are responsible for your business. And trust me, they'll start remembering who the hell you are and they'll stop cheating on you with other realtors. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, Amen Dean, go that. ahead and take the floor. You guys follow this guy on social. Go ahead and uh, plug a site. And you guys need some Instagram type services. This is the only guy to speak to. Dean, go ahead and tell them how they can reach you. Plug your Yeah, show. just find me at, um, if you go on Instagram, find me at, at 
real Dean Aguilar. Shoot me a DM and I'll be happy to answer any questions you guys got. Cool. Thank you folks for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, if you're just stuck creating content, that's all we do. Not only will we craft a video strategy based around your personality, your personal brand and describe who you are. Now I'm even telling you what the fuck to go shoot videos on. So honestly, all you got to do is show up. This is done for you video marketing. It's not that hard, but it does take the first step requires you. We can make it really exciting, but we can't be you. Uh, we can take care of all the dirty work and the heavy lifting, but you have to actually get out there and want to do this. So that's it. It's really simple. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Follow me on Instagram. Facebook and YouTube, the real estate marketing I appreciate you, brother. That was an awesome show. Thank you for sharing I your, uh, you, man. see you dude. Have a good weekend and happy Valentine's day. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy to get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business. Head over to real estate and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.